This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Rich, because they're committed to Kenny Pickett. Now, let me say this. Nothing, of course, is going to surprise me. And I say that because when Justin Fields was coming out, And at the time, I said this at the time, Mm -hmm. that if Justin Fields were on the board when the Steelers picked, which, of course, he wasn't and probably wasn't going to be. Right. I think the Steelers were picking 23rd and he went, what, 8th or 6th or whatever he went. I said, if he were on the board and the Steelers had the opportunity, they would take Justin Fields, I was told this by a coach, over any other player. And I said, and I mentioned uh, whoever else was in that class, and he said, I'm just telling you, if Justin Fields is on the board, they're going to take him. And the point of that is, that's how much they really like Justin Fields. So if all of a sudden they brought in Justin Fields, I wouldn't be shocked. I'd be a little mildly surprised. And I say that because they are committed to one more year with Kenny Pickett. And and that being said, I can't imagine Justin Fields wants to go to a situation where he is not the entrenched number one quarterback. Why would he want to do that? I don't even think he'd want to go somewhere where there would be a competition. So Dulac said a lot there. He was on with Rich Eisen, Jerry Dulac from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Couple things there. One, he just had that report that came out over the weekend saying the Steelers aren't interested in bringing in a starter, but then said he'd only be mildly surprised if they brought in Justin Fields because he knows they love them. But I want to start here. It sounds to me like the Steelers, if they had the number one overall pick in that draft, and they didn't, Fields went 11th, Trevor Lawrence went first. It sounds to me like they would have taken Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence. Mm -hmm. So that's where I want to begin this thing. This organization has no idea how to evaluate quarterbacks. Mason Rudolph sits there for how long before getting a shot, and then he gets a shot, and oh my God, he's actually the best quarterback on the roster. They take Kenny Pickett, 20th, who threw six touchdowns last year. Won games, but threw six touchdowns. They thought that Mitch Trubisky could be an answer at the quarterback position. They thought Ben still had it when he so clearly didn't have it at the end of his career. Am I missing anything here? They don't know how to evaluate quarterbacks. Is it their fault or is it Ben's fault? In a way. Because Ben was here for so long. When did they ever have to do that? They had to do it one time, really. I mean, if you even go back to what, when's the last time they drafted a quarterback before Ben? Mason, like, but no, for I mean, real? A first-round quarterback. Yeah. So they hadn't been used mm-hmm. to scouting. Was it like Mark Malone? Yeah. M- Mark Malone. So they haven't been, they hadn't yeah. been. That's a whole different regime, too. Yeah. You're right about that. You're right about that. They were out of practice, no question. I mean, do, do, they do, get, do, do they get lucky with Ben? I, I, or they did, they, did they, they know that he was going to be a guy? Well, actually, they wanted Rivers, I think. Right. It was their guy they actually wanted. 
My and thing Cowher is, Cowher had one opinion, and Art the second Dan had a different opinion. Yeah. My thing is, if they got Rivers, and Ben went to San Diego, I think they still would have won a couple Super Bowls, and you know what I mean. So, I mean, those two guys to me. But my question is, do you, do you really buy that they would have taken Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence? I don't know what to buy because they've been so bad at this quarterback thing that that doesn't shock me if they liked him more than Lawrence. You know, there was the whole smoke screen, maybe. They love Malik Willis. Look at Mike Tomlin's jaw hitting the floor whenever he does uh. the rollout and throws it 70 yards at the NFL Combine. Like, I do think that they liked Willis. We know that they like Kenny. You don't draft a guy 20th overall at the quarterback position if you don't like them. But, you know, I, I just I don't know that they know what they're doing. And you're right, Dorn. It is multiple regimes we're talking about here. Like, it's Kevin Colbert's regime, and now it's Omar Khan's regime. But the common thread throughout, Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin really likes, really liked Justin Fields. I guess they liked him more than Trevor Lawrence. They liked Mitch Trubisky more than they liked Mason Rudolph. Mitch Trubisky for two years stunk. Mason Rudolph sitting on the pine, and whenever he plays, you finally put up yards and points. I, I am terrified that this thing ain't going to get on the rails for a long while now. Because I just don't know that they know what they're looking at at the quarterback position. And so, after hearing Jerry talk to Rich Eisen, I now feel worse about the situation than I ever have felt. Because they liked that guy <laughs> more than Trevor Lawrence? A generational guy? Now, the other offshoot of that is, if that is in fact the case, then if the price were to come down on Justin Fields, if they liked him that much then... Why wouldn't you still like him that much now? I think part of it is Jerry is doing that thing that you're a reporter where you're kind of covering your own ass by saying, I don't think it's going to happen, but it could. He did do that. You know what I mean? He did do and, that. And he's getting killed on social media for that. And, and the, 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 the morons, the guys that you call, uh, what do you call them, uh, Twitter scouts, you mm -hmm. know, that, that think that they're insiders and know the Steelers and this. They're killing him for it, but I actually listened to it about four times, and I said, I don't think he really said anything different than he said, other than he couched it with, I guess they could go get Justin Fields. I don't think they will, which is what he said, you know, based on his discussions before was that they're going to be committed to Kenny Pickett. But when you're a reporter, what you don't ever want to do is put yourself in a corner because anything can happen. Mm-hmm. So, you and know, Dulac just like did do just, that before. He said they weren't going to draft a quarterback right. and then Kenny Pickett traipses on. That's through. what I mean. Like, you know, so you want to you want to always leave yourself because I could like you could be the general manager and you could be, you know, a scout and we could talk off the record and everything. And I have a lot of information. Things but, move. But until you're in the room and you're going to make yeah. the, your, your pick or whatever, guess what? It's a, so, you know, the one thing you learn early on in journalism school is always sort of cover your ass give yourself an escape give hatch. yourself a little bit of an escape hatch and you know we've talked about the high profile times reporters in this town didn't like tom bradley's the next pit coach it's a done deal remember that mm -hmm. things move so much in the draft right. and a lot of your drafting is predicated on somebody else unless you have the number one pick right so like everything is gonna it, it's gonna just move so fast and you know, you may like this guy, but that guy's not there. I mean, you guys know. I don't have to explain it to you. 
But with the Justin Fields thing, the re- reason why they may not be enamored with him now, like it's easy to be enamored by a player in college. Just like I can, that can translate. Like, and that, but that's all you're hoping on, and that's all you're thinking about. It's like that could probably translate to the NFL level. You're projecting. You're projecting. Blind faith, right? Well, they kind of have seen Justin Fields for a little bit of time now, and what has he really done? So you could be enamored with a player coming out of college because he hasn't really played NFL ball yet, and you hope that it translates. But whenever you see and put on the film that a guy has played quarterback at the NFL level, I don't care what the situation is, it really hasn't done much, and it's shown different signs that you don't know. That could be a reason why it's like, okay, like let's pump the brakes a little bit on Justin Fields at this point because, I mean, it, we have proof that it's probably – you know, a lot of work to get him to where we want him to get. Mm-hmm. They would have, they would have, if they thought so highly of him, probably believed that he would be further along now going into year yes. four. No yes. question about that. You're right about that. The other thing there that Dulac said, he said a lot in about a minute, is that if they were to bring Justin Fields in, it would be in a competition kind of situation, which I don't think that that would be the case. If If the price comes down, if, let's say, it was a second, or oh my gosh, come draft day, it's a third. All right, well we got to pull the trigger on this. You can't tell me that if they had him, that it would be a competition. If it would, it'd be one that they would want Fields to win. I would think at that point because you don't spend the pick on him if you don't want him to be the guy. But that is why Dulac couched it because there's always a price, and it's easy to say here on. February 19th when he was talking to Rich Eisen, you know, at this price, I could say I would not be shocked, but I'd be I'd be surprised a little bit by it. Well, if that price keeps coming down, maybe your surprise goes to, oh, well, they actually might do this. Yeah. Right? Things evolve. Right. Things change. Now, another, another offshoot of this is Justin Fields deleted the Chicago Bears from his Instagram <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> baby. Let's go. All right. Look at this. You, you talk about journalism you, in 2024, yeah, Paul. Imagine, we got to pay attention to can that. Can you imagine that's what we're re- reduced to? George Pickens. Didn't George Pickens have yep. like a day where he unfollowed sure did. or something? Like, I, I'm so glad I'm not a beat reporter anymore. We did it with Domingo Herman the other day. Right. Those kinds of things, man. I, I'm like, you really got to follow all that. Uh, it just drives you crazy. Well, you got to even search that. Right? right. I mean, it doesn't right. just pop up. Justin Fields unfollowed the Chicago right. Bears. Like, right. you got to go search his name and be like, hmm, I wonder if Justin Fields is following, uh, you know, <laughs> DJ Moore or whatever. I right. wonder if he's following his teammates. You have to, like, actually take time to search and scrub his Instagram or his Twitter or his Facebook to see if he's following these people. Like, that is just wild to me. Yeah. It's wild. It uh, is. And, and, and the thing and that, about it is, how would you, like, how would you even know? So you have to go in, look at who he's following. Yes. And then go through his entire list of followers. That's right. Type the name in. Right? Yeah. What? So It's not that hard. Here, here, but here's the, yeah, other, but here's, but, but, here's yeah, the other thing, Becky. Here's the other thing. So he unfollows the Bears. We didn't need that to know he's not going to be a Chicago Bear next exactly. year. I we, can see if he followed the Steelers. That's different. That's the whole Domingo Herman thing. It's black and gold. He starts following the Pirates. He starts following O'Neill Cruz. He starts following all these people that are buckos. Okay, that's a little smoke. Justin Fields unfollows the Bears. He's probably been aware he's not going to be a Bear for a month or so now. So that's not, to me, breaking news. 
412-928-9370 is the text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. It's 612, time to call Shenderovich, Shenderovich and Fishman. Why pay 40% when you can pay 25%? Call 888-98-TWINS. All right, coming up next, because people are already bitching. You're talking quarterbacks. You're talking quarterbacks. We're going to devote some of our show probably every day to quarterbacks as news comes out. And Dulac talking to Eisen and his reporting, I think, is a worthy reason to discuss quarterbacks. It doesn't mean we're not talking steel, uh, Pirates today. doesn't mean we're not talking Penguins today. doesn't mean we're not talking Pitt. We're going to get to everything. Everyone chill out. But coming up next, we've kind of talked around this for days. Where does Kenny Pickett come in on the AFC hierarchy of quarterbacks? Pretty low. Well, where would Justin Fields slot in? Where would Cousins? How about Baker Mayfield? How about Russell Wilson? Let's actually go through that thought exercise coming up next. Hit us up on Twitter. Brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Right now, it's a Bechtold fan headline. Penguins look to bounce back. Still at home against the Islanders. It's 7 o'clock tonight. Tristan Jari is expected in net against Igor Sturkin for the Islanders. Pit basketball at Wake Forest. Wake Forest is favored in the matchup by over five points. Tips off at 9 o'clock. Our coverage right here on 93.7 The Fan begins at 8.30. The Panthers are co- are currently fourth place in the ACC. I don't know, five-game winning streak. That's the best of anybody in the conference. Headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more, go to 93.7thefan.com. Fan Morning Show brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz Plumbing. A Steelers insider said, a current member of the club ain't going to be here for much longer. We'll get to that coming up in about 15 minutes here. But right now, a little thought exercise for the boys. Because we've kind of talked around this for a few days. Let's just let's just go right out and do it. So here are all the AFC quarterbacks. And, and here's how I would loosely rank them. We don't need to get bogged down on, did I screw up two through four or whatever. But you got my homies, right? Number one in perpetuity. Burrow, Allen, Jackson. Stroud. Lawrence, Herbert, Rogers, Tua, Watson, Richardson, Levis. Those are your 12 known quarterbacks. Then you got the Broncos, Patriots, Raiders, and Steelers that are trying to figure things out. I think we can all agree that Kenny Pickett, we'd put of the knowns, 13th. Would you have him behind Levis? Maybe that's the the argument right, point. Right there, right. Right there, right? Mm-hmm. Where would we put Justin Fields on that list? Who does he have the upside to pass? Where would we put him right now on that list? <sighs> Mike Paul. Oh, yeah. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, among AFC quarterbacks, he, uh, Justin Fields is not better than Josh Allen. Nope. Probably, I mean, let's assume Aaron Rodgers is healthy. Right. Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he's better than uh, uh, Jackson and Burrow. Could be better than Deshaun Watson. I mean, those. So Watson and Tua, right? That's right. I'm putting them. Are the two guys that I could see if Fields were to come here within this offense with the skill position guys, which would get you to the ninth best quarterback in the AFC. But I do think ninth is a lot better than every single week you've clearly got the worst quarterback. Right. I mean, that's, you know, the the other way, <clears throat> the other way you could do it is go through the schedule of the Steelers. 
Who do you? Who how are many? You better how than? many games are you? Do you have the better quarterback? It can't be that many. And if you, you know, then you then you insert Justin Fields. How many games? If Justin Fields was your guy, would you have the better quarterback? Well, and also, I mean, we're gonna go here next, but Cousins too. I mean, does that change the placement? Does Kirk Cousins change the placement? Because I'd, st- I'd probably put him above Tua. I would put Cousins, if healthy, right? And we're doing this yeah. with all things being equal. I-, I would put him above Tua as well. And I do think statistically, he could be among the better quarterbacks statistically. I'd put him ahead of Deshaun Watson. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Me you too. You know what I mean? Uh, the ones that are the, the no-brainers, Herbert, Mahomes, uh, Lawrence, Stroud, uh, Stroud now, which uh, is which yeah. is uh, just add another one. That's Stroud right has four, Burrow, Jackson five and six, Allen seven, and say Rogers eight. So, pretty much anybody we're talking about is ninth, right? Because it, you, it's tough to jump those guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They are in maybe, maybe, maybe <sighs> Herbert. Maybe he could be the one that you could jump because I mean. Still an unknown Still an with unknown. what he can do with his coach, even though I, I actually think he's more likely to climb up the list for than sure. fall back. For sure. Uh, Especially, I, I think, because he's going to be in an offense that's going to be coached 100 times better than the offense. No doubt about that. That he was in. And, I mean, that guy's just won at every level. He's won at every level, that coach. So, if you're looking at the Steelers' schedule, because I think Baker Mayfield is similar to, similar to Kirk Cousins, where you could say, okay, maybe he could get to ninth. Mm-hmm. Like, Tua put up great statistics, and he's got this wonderful offense and speed, speed, speed. But then what did he look like in the playoff game? He, to me, as talented as he is, and he is talented. That's why there was the whole tank for Tua thing. Right. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of his. I I think he is a big-time product of his surroundings and not so much what he has proven. I also think, and, you know, maybe he'll prove me wrong someday. I just think he's kind of like a – Sort of a mentally soft, sensitive kind of guy. I don't want that guy as my quarterback. And maybe he fits with that. Just team. the way he's reacted in that, press conferences, yeah, I mean, things like that. Things. Yeah, and you know, the, 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 that's that's a team that drives me crazy because I thought that they were very overrated all year long. And yeah, they, they're definitely a product of their coach. And they're and, mm-hmm. and and the whole thing is, I think they're soft. I think a team. I think you know, people people thought I was crazy when I said the one team the Steelers probably could beat in the playoffs. Is it is Miami because of how physical the Steelers are? That's the kind of team that beats Miami. Yeah. If I'm if I were doing a Miami offseason, I'd be thinking about beefing up both lines right. and becoming more physical. Go no f- doubt. Go find a couple of guys that you that, that want to knock you into next week. Because mm-hmm. that team to me, just too much finesse. When I look at the Steelers' schedule, and so you're right, we could we can do it by where would Justin Fields or or any of these different potential quarterbacks rank. Okay, does it give you a better shot to beat Lamar Jackson? You've had success against him, so maybe he's not the right one. But Joe Burrow, you need to go shot for shot with those guys. Cleveland, you can have a better quarterback than them if you got one of these guys. Dallas, they score points. They're on your schedule. Are you going to win that game 16-13? to 13? No, you're not. Kansas City. Can you, can you, in your wildest imagination, really, if it's a game that matters, think that the Steelers are going to outduel the Kansas City Chiefs? No. 
Now, they lost some games this year low scoring. Their mm-hmm. offense wasn't great in the regular season. I'm guessing they're going to try to augment that. Mm-hmm. You need to score points to beat them. The Chargers, you're going to have to score points to beat them. You're probably going to have a better quarterback than the Giants are right there. The Jets you play this year. Are you going to yeah. win that game 20-17? to 17? Probably not. So I think when you do go game by game on their opponents, that might be a better way of looking at it than, oh, you got the ninth best quarterback in the AFC if you get Baker Mayfield. You're still on the outside looking at, well, okay. I mean, you're game, not going to play every, every, every AFC team. Right. So game by game, do you have a better shot with any of those guys than your current roster? I think the answer is absolutely 100% unequivocally yes. Without question. You're, I like that, Paul. That's a better way of looking at it. Like, you know, that's that's, and that's really when it get when you you know once you get into the playoffs, you're probably if you look at the playoff teams, you're probably going if you're if you're telling me right now, unless he gets immensely better, you're telling me right now that you know we're going to get into the playoffs. You're not going to have a better quarterback than anybody in the playoffs, right? And people say. You know what I mean? They're a quarterback not. away, and they've got a really good roster, and maybe that's a little too far, but do they have a good roster? Yes. If you have a quarterback that can accentuate your roster, you're going to give yourself a chance in a one-off, in a game. If they had a quarterback that could match scores with the Bills in that playoff game this year, they'd have had a shot. Yes. Because that roster, apart from Josh Allen, wasn't that good. If your roster's better and your quarterback's good, not what it's been, you give yourself a shot. There's absolutely no doubt about that. And that's why when people say on the text line or on Twitter, you're talking about quarterbacks again, just because the Steelers don't want to do this doesn't mean that they shouldn't want to do this. And it needs to be about taking a step this year. And maybe Kenny grows and can be that guy. I take my chances elsewhere. That was a fun thought exercise. Uh Coming up next, a Steelers insider says the days may be numbered for a guy on this current Steelers roster. Who said it? Who'd he say it about? That's next. But first, an Austin Bechtold fan headline. Penguins and Islanders tonight at PPG Paints Arena. Overall for the Pens, seventh place in the Metropolitan Division standings, trailing Philadelphia by 10 points overall. In the wild card standings, the Pens are nine points back of the Detroit Red, of the Detroit Red Wings, but have played Three fewer games than Detroit this season. Tristan Jari is expected in net for the Penguins, opposite Ilya Sorokin for the New York Islanders. Headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more. Go to 937thefan.com. We're going to get to this a little bit later on in the show. I saw that Pitt is a six and a half point dog at Wake Forest tonight. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Which, okay, you're on the road. Wake Forest is a pretty good team. I, I did think they'd be a dog. Six and a half seems pretty big. So we'll get to that a little bit later. Ray Fittipaldo had his Steelers chat, and he said... He's getting a strong feeling the Steelers do not want to go down extension road with Deontay Johnson again. So this will be Deontay Johnson's lame duck year. He's got one more year left on his deal, and then he's set to become a free agent. I guess that's not surprising, but it does make me wonder then they need corner help. They need inside linebackers. They need defensive line help. They need the offensive line help. Well, if you know that you're going to lose Deontay Johnson after this year, you're going to need to get a wide receiver. Whether that's through the draft or free agency or both, if you're not planning on that guy being around, that vaults almost near the top, doesn't it, in terms of offseason need for them? For now or next year? I mean, you got to have an eye on the future, right? Like The way that they've generally done business is they're preparing for that. They've always been preparing for that. It wouldn't shock me now if they drafted a guy in the second or third round. Yeah, I, you know, I could look at it like I, I think they obviously want George to be the number one. It's easier to find a number two than the number one. Sure. So, I mean, based off of their needs, you know, that's far down the list for me. But if you if you sign, and they kind of went down this road last year, though, with Allen Robinson, but if you sign a veteran receiver to be that third guy and for a one-year deal and then get rid of Deontay next year and then go to the draft next year – for a young number two wide receiver, you're kind of really hoping and you're you're putting all your chips on the table that uh, George Pickens becomes a legit number one, consistent number one. That's what that position's about. It's about consistency. And if you can't bring consistency, then, you know, your team will be mil- willing to move on. And that's what we're seeing with Deontay Johnson, probably why they don't want to ex- extend him because he's not consistent. I was almost out on George Pickens until we saw him with Mason Rudolph and we saw what he really can be with above-the-line quarterback play. Like, I was – can this guy even really be a number one? Yeah, I believe he can now. He needs to stay out of his own head. But, yeah, I think he can be that guy. Well, I think the thing about Deontay Johnson is are you going to pay – are you going to pay as much money as he's going to command? Right, the going rate right for receivers, even if his for, ilk for, is too much. For what he's going to give you. Right. That's the question with him. If he's willing to take less money – and be I, part of it, sure. I mean, but I just don't. I don't know. I think he took a little less money this time, or at least in his mind, he did. Right. Um, I, I'm not sure that you can 
dump that much money, more money, if you really want to make your receiving core better. To me, I think if he, if, if, if you look at the guys that are available in the draft, I firmly believe that if there's a guy there, what are they picking, 20th? 23rd, yeah. 23rd? There's a guy there, 23rd, that's one of the best receivers on the board. I would not hate them taking I think it's on the table. It has to be. Yep. Listen, Calvin Austin, do we really know what they have in him? I mean, he's one of these guys who Doran's favorite group of Twitter scouts, right, that go to training camp every year tell us how great the guy is. What do you have this year? Eight catches or something or seven catches or he something? Was, he was invisible. He had, a, he had an impact whenever Deontay Johnson was out. But apart from that, they they rarely even utilize you go, him. You go to him, then you've got Allen Robinson. Bum. Is he even, is he even going to make the team this no year? Way. No way. No, they're not like, okay, right. And then you, you know now you go to the five guys named Mo portion of your team. You know uh, what I would do, Paul? starting with Miles Boykin and going down from there. So you've got basically Pickens and Deontay Johnson. You have to go get a receiver. Well, I think knowing Arthur Smith, I think they'd go get a tight end before a receiver and probably in the second round. If there was a better if there was an athletic tight end, he likes to use multiple. I mean, he carried five tight ends whenever so, I was there. So let's call it a weapon. You, yeah, you, you're you, need, get a you weapon. need one more weapon, at least, especially if Deontay Johnson think, is leaving. Doran, do you think do you think uh Connor Hayward will be a good player, a more utilized player in this offense? No doubt. No doubt. They'll use him. I mean, he, he just offers so much. But, you know, obviously his size, he's not going to be a traditional tight end, but he's just going to be a, more of a weapon. But that's kind of – I mean, do you really want to count on him for to be like your number three or your number four? I think he might really thrive as a fullback in this system. I really think he could be a very good player if utilized correctly. But can you bank on him? Probably not. Right. What I would do – dream scenario, I guess, is, all right, if Deontay's walking at the end of the year and you're just saying goodbye – I mean, I would be calling teams right now to see if they'd be interested and see if you could get something for him. But short of that, first round, I'm taking a tackle. Second round, I'm taking a center. And I'm beefing my offensive lineup. Third round, I would take a wide receiver. And in free agency, I'd try to see if Tyler Boyd wants to come home. And Tyler Boyd could be your three this year, could be a true slot, which you have been missing. And then hopefully you sign him with a two-year deal. He's here next year. With that player you took in the third round, who you hope can take a step. If not, at least you've got Boyd there, and you do expect your tight end room to be better with Arthur Smith. That's what that's, I would do. That's a good scenario. Thank you. Really good. That's what I would do. Right and now, I, and, and, and I would be willing to bet if Tyler Boyd had the opportunity to come here for maybe even a little less. He might even take a little less than maybe if he got an offer somewhere else for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. So he's obviously a guy, and, and they're familiar with him because they played against him twice a year. And he's 29. Right. I mean, he's not over the hill. No. Yeah, he hasn't really lost. I mean, he's he's getting older, but like it's like he could still go out there and perform. And, and if, he's your, if, you, if Tyler Boyd's your three. You're in a much better spot than with Allen Robinson. Absolutely. And, oh, then you yeah. go, and, then, and then you go draft the guy. See, to me, if you bring in Tyler Boyd, then you go draft somebody who can just flat out burn. Now, all of a sudden, you're, you, whoever's the quarterback – can't say, well, we didn't put any weapons around and all that. You got to you add that with a tight end room. Now you're cooking. Now you should be able to make some plays in, in the passing game. Fan Morning Show Twitter polls brought to you by PJ Fitzpatrick Home Improvement. Trust PJ.com. Is NASCAR a sport? We'll get to that a little bit later on in the show. Coming up next, 
Ray Fittipaldo, in that same chat, wrote something that a lot of people are perturbed by. And I don't think people need to get upset by it. Tell you what that is, we'll react coming up next. But first, it's an Austin Bechtold fan headline. The Pirates play their first spring training game of the year on Saturday at 105. You can hear it right here on 93.7 The Fan against the Minnesota Twins at 1 o'clock. You can also listen to it on your Odyssey app as baseball season is underway. Headlines powered by Bowser and Genesis to Monroeville. Now open for more, go to 93.7thefan.com. 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler, Dodge Jeep Ram, Route 19, Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. So, Ray Fittipaldo in his chat, Doran Dickerson, going to be joined, by the way, by Jeff Hathorne coming up at 7 o'clock. Ray says, don't be surprised if in 2024 your starting right tackle is Broderick Jones. I am okay with that if... And only if that means Dan Moore Jr. is your swing tackle. Like, if it's Dan Moore Jr. is your left tackle and Broderick Jones is your right tackle, again, what are we doing here? Because I do know that they like Dan Moore Jr.'s run-blocking ability. You can't. He's not an NFL down-in, down-out left tackle. Mm -mm. And, look, if you draft a guy in the first round and you put him at left tackle and Broderick Jones is at right tackle— However you, you, you however you slice it, I want pedigree guys at both my tackle positions. I thought that when they drafted Broderick, he was the left tackle of the future. If he's the right tackle of the future, that's fine because you need one of those two. But it cannot, cannot, cannot be Dan Moore Jr. Well, I think they're going to draft somebody in the first round. I think they're going to draft Mims, a 6'7", He'll play left tackle. He played with Broderick Jones in Georgia. I think that they're going to go that route. Like I think that that's... Maybe what Ray's alluding to, I, I don't yes. think that Dan Moore Jr. is going to be the left tackle of the Steelers next year. I think that they're going to draft. Here, here's my thing. <clears throat> Do you move up how many spots they moved up to get a right tackle? I think you just slice it however you do. I mean, I, I get you it, like but, the player, but right tackle is valuable too. But you went up and got that player. I can't imagine you went up and got that player to be your right tackle. Well, you went up and got that player and didn't play him. Right, but what I mean is they they didn't play him for what five weeks, six weeks. And mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah. I mean if you're if you're yeah. moving up in the draft, right, you're gonna that that should be a day one starter. And, and and again, we talked about it. Some you know some people thought if you looked in the first like four weeks of the season, they were playing really elite edge rushers and probably didn't want to expose them that early. But I, I you can make that. But my point is eventually, like you're moving that far up in the draft. To get a tackle, I'm assuming you're trying to get a left tackle. Well, now, to Doran's point, if they were to do it again this year, right? Then okay, you've got two first round tackles. That's different. The idea that you, to your point, Paul, trade up, take a tackle, and have him at the opposite spot for Dan Moore Jr. You're right; is 100 percent asinine. If you pick a tackle at 20 and you think he better fits left tackle, I'm okay with that. Now, if I'm Broderick Jones, I'm not. Because eventually I'd like to get paid as a premier left tackle in the National Football League. But feelings, who cares? Feelings, who cares? And I actually think if Dan Moore Jr. is your tackle eligible, if he's your swing tackle, you're in a really good spot. Mm -hmm. But if he's my left tackle, what in the world were we doing with Broderick Jones? All right, coming up next, we'll talk to Jeff Hathorne about that, among other things. Pitt, a a six-and-a-half-point underdog tonight. We'll get his thoughts on Pitt hoops. And then we got to answer the question that people are already mad about on Twitter. 
NASCAR yesterday, Daytona 500, champion crowned. Is it a sport? Is it not a sport? But right now it's fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. High 49. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.